Welcome to Well Worn Pod, the podcast that explores the joy in second hand. I'm your host, Hannah Heading. Thanks for joining us. Hello, lovely listener. Welcome back to Well Worn Pod. Thank you for tuning in. Today on the show, I am joined by Steph Hodge, or as you may know her from the Graham Style Ministry, a true vintage lover who is always playing dress up and taking a risk with style. I love it. When I see Steph rocking the special pieces in her wardrobe, I'm always encouraged to be a little bit braver with what I wear. Steph is the mastermind behind Style Swap, a fun way to share your clothes and accessories with a beautiful online community. A true innovator. I love it. Steph, thank you so much for joining me as a guest on the show. To kick us off, could you tell the listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Thank you so much for having me on the podcast, Hannah. I absolutely love what you are doing here in this space. I'm an avid listener and it's been so great to hear the stories of so many amazing people in this community. So first of all, I just wanted to thank you for what you do. Um, And I suppose after that beautiful welcome and introduction, um, I guess I could say that style ministry is definitely a place where I show my dress up. It's a place where I guess, I minister that love for pre-loved and a mindfully curated slow style. Um, as you mentioned, I've created the Style Swap events purely to connect like-minded women in the community and it is such a beautiful eco-style community. Yeah. I think I was connecting with so many people naturally through the community and it made me just want to connect these people with other people mm. and what better way to do it than with their style beautiful I think everyone's on their own journey within this realm and it can be both a style journey as well as a personal journey and I think Mm -hmm. I've just always seen the two as being so interlinked and almost codependent our style can just really reflect what's going on inside um, but it can also kind of pull us out of ourselves Mm. and give us the courage to be bold and reinvigorate I feel like Style Swap gives us that channel to do that yeah. um, as well as just the platform in general that is the eco-style community. Oh, it's so special too. I feel like what you're doing through Style Swap really embodies you know, one of those really good corners of the internet where you see people coming together and really celebrate something that they all love and connecting with people that they otherwise would never get to stumble upon in real life, right? You're building this web of all these people who love the same thing and they're physically actually swapping clothes and accessories and all of that good stuff. It's it's so cool and it's so fun. I love what you're doing. Thank you. I think that it's really become something that's so much more than what I ever envisaged like initially I thought you know this is a great way that we can connect some people I know of a handful of people who would be interested in this and it's just turned into this style sister community now and who knows where it will go next I don't even know so let's find out (laughs) um, together exciting things ahead 
Absolutely. I have no doubt. I want to rewind a little bit and learn a bit about how your love for vintage and the world of secondhand came about. Is it something that you've always been interested in? I definitely grew up with thrifty values instilled in me. So I guess from a really young age, we really shopped only out of necessity. Mm -hmm. I have a really largely extended family. My mum is one of 10 kids. Oh, wow. So huge families. And, you know, from that comes those generations of really stoic, really thrifty people who lived through times when they had to be so resilient and so careful of their resources. And I remember my grandfather saying things to us like, waste not, want not. Mm -hmm. And just seeing that actually practice, it was the real old school sustainability. And from a really young age, I grew up in a childhood home that was really old this house was built in 1908, so old oh, for wow. a Queensland and maybe not old for Europe and other parts of the world, but old for a Queenslander. And it had lots of different rooms because at one point it was actually flat. And in oh, one wow. of the rooms was kind of where all of the old clothing was stored. So there were my mom's clothes from the 70s, my auntie's wedding dresses and bridesmaids' dresses oh, and amazing. 21st dresses, like all sorts of things were in there. And then there was also old books. So that was essentially my inverted commas toy room. And I suppose as a little kid, I would go in there and I would literally play dress up and then read the books and just kind of get transported into this alternate universe. And I've always had that appreciation, I think, for vintage garments. And you'll see me rocking some pretty crazy 80s numbers (laughs) probably because it just brings me straight back to that time. And I think that's what, when you do step into that realm of secondhand and pre-loved and vintage, it is, it is about play. Mm. You know, it's, it's about making something out of maybe something that was initially made for a different purpose. So it might've originally been somebody's bridesmaid dress, Mm. but now you've made it into something else you've made it yours, whether that's through your styling, which is incredibly powerful and something I touch on a lot on my page, or it might be through things like upcycling as well. Wow, your childhood playroom sounds nothing like mine, but so much better. That, oh my gosh, that was my dream. That sounds so amazing to just have endless dresses and books to play around in. I think you're right. I think sometimes we can tend to take style a bit seriously, but it is all about that joy and fun and wonder in just playing dress up. What has your relationship with thrifting and shopping secondhand looked like then as you got older, coming from this family with such um, old school sustainability values as you touched on? Look, I did a 10-year comparison photo post the other day on Instagram and it was so fascinating to see. Look, there are a lot of things about my personal style that I would change However, uh, and a lot of things about my appearance that have probably changed as well, including a dramatic hair colour change. (laughs) But one of the things I noticed that stayed the same is things like my love of accoutrement. So beautiful necklaces and accessories and 
always having, um, I guess, this touches on a realm above and beyond that in personal style of clothing, but a signature lip colour. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those elements were similar. And then along the way, I became incredibly career focused yeah. and my balance was so off. Yeah. I was consuming way more safe clothing choices mm-hmm. and what happened there was I kind of got a little bit lost in what I was doing. So once I kind of recalibrated that balance, it went back to being let's mindfully curate, let's really focus on um, those accoutrements and let, let's really focus on what we can make from pre-loved and curating a wardrobe that I would feel really proud of Mm. and that when I walked in there, it would be like walking into that childhood playroom, so to speak, that wardrobe which was just filled with joy. Yeah. Not in a costume sense but in a sense where I could, I now had that knowledge and that experience of being able to style it and make it really me. How much of your wardrobe would you say is secondhand at this point? I'm curious to know. It's interesting to think about it because I was talking to somebody about this the other day and I used to have, for anyone listening who's not aware, I'm a teacher by trade and I used to have a teaching wardrobe and then I would have like a regular or weekend wardrobe. Yeah. Now... The two are blurred, yeah. which I love. That is just the ultimate for me. I don't think that life is compartmentalized as much as mm. we may try to make it so. And at times, I guess it's essential to compartmentalize certain things. However, I feel now that my style fully embodies who I am. Mm. And when I went through quite a big change in terms of what I was doing within my work, and how much I was working, I actually took a lot of my teaching clothes and I either sold them mm-hmm. secondhand through eBay if they were quite valuable um, or and to reinvest back into pre-love or I actually donated them or I passed them on and it was almost like I was ready to create more balance Talk to me a little bit more about your personal style. I really think that you do such a beautiful job of capturing your style through not only the photographs that you share, but the really fun styling videos that you put together and share over on your page as well. And I think that everything that you put on and dress up in is just so you, like it all looks different you're not wearing the same outfit on repeat but you've really seemed to nail your personal style you know what it is and you work within I don't know if it's style rules that you have for yourself or how you would describe it but it just works and you also seem to have the confidence to just go for it and wear that 80s dress if that's what you feel like. So talk to me about how you arrived in that place to feel confident enough to ditch the teaching clothes and wear what it was that you wanted to wear. Look, it was definitely a bit of a journey. And I think a lot of it had to do with my mindset. Mm. So working a lot on who I was and who I wanted to be 
and creating a lot more balance in my life really gave me that space to get creative. Mm -hmm. I find it really hard to be a creative person when I am really stressed out and life all becomes a bit too much and doesn't it it just Mm -hmm. life has a way of just being busy and full and it can really you can really get brought down by some of the things that are going on in the world and for me style and creativity has been a form of escapism Mm -hmm. but now I look to it more as an as as an essential piece of who I am It, it is part of the essence of who I am I can't imagine myself not caring about style it just isn't in my makeup so Mm -hmm. I think that to arrive at at where I am now it's really been a slow process it's been really mindful it's involved a lot of curation Mm -hmm. I think that I've always been very inspired by couture yeah and I've always been really drawn to music Mm. so you will see me rocking out a lot of looks that are inspired by different bands musicians eras and genres Mm -hmm. in music there's a lot of rock and roll punk and disco influence plus I just like to make up my own rules yeah I'll look at it and I'll be able to kind of envision that on and that being a look that maybe is able to bring proportion to an outfit. So I think proportions also play a huge role in when I look at how an outfit will fit or how you know, a particular look will come together. Steph, I think for any of the listeners who don't already follow you on the gram, they just have to get over there and see for themselves what it is that you do in piecing these outfits together because it's just so obvious that you love it and that you have so much fun when you're getting dressed. And I mean, that's the point, right? There is no use to not loving your outfit. I want to know when it came to so much of this year, maybe for some people being spent at home, did you still dress up every day or did you stay in your comfies? Well, Faye Delanty and I started a challenge called Chateau de Chic. Mm-hmm, and I did see it this. It was a challenge that was sprinkled with couture-inspired themes. Mm-hmm. For example, we did front door Dior and laundry L'Envon and uh, Coco in the Kitchen. So it was a way to kind of spark the creativity of the community and yeah. just get everybody together. It was a challenge that went worldwide, which we had no idea um, that that was going to happen. But it just really took off in a way that I guess no one expected. And that really brought our community together in a way that, that really connected everybody. So special. Why not still get dressed up if you have to stay at home and get creative with it, hey? Exactly. But definitely there was a tie-dye project. So I was in my sweats for sure. Just to clarify. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any newly thrifted pieces that have made their way into your wardrobe as of late? I have more recently thrifted from the accessories section Mm -hmm. as a bit of a thing. I think 
I have a growing chain belt collection. And Very nice. to me, they are just so versatile because I've since worked out that you can wear chain belts as a necklace. <laughs> also, I've really got a growing belt collection because to me, you can have a more basic wardrobe and be a minimalist. But if you have your accessories game going on, then really you can create so many different looks. Mm. And so they're the pieces that I've really been looking for because I think that they, to me, feel like real treasure when I find them and I get such great joy yeah. out of out of finding what I would class as accoutrement. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of clothing, I have really found that 2020 has been a big year for me to explore resellers, particularly yeah. on Instagram. Yep. And... There are just so many incredible resellers doing amazing things in the way that they curate their collections and they have their niches. And mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed kind of exploring my style through what they are doing and what they're bringing to the table as well. Yeah. So that's been another area that's kind of been uh, a newer discovery this year, but a very welcome one. Mm. I love that we're all so different in in that you talk about your chain belt collection as being such a versatile staple item in your wardrobe and I truly cannot imagine ever wearing one (laughs) but you really put it off. I will show you how Hannah. Yes I need some help I really do. I think I own two belts you'd be shocked. Oh truly well when we go op shopping we Mm -hmm. are heading straight to that belt section girl. I can't wait. Speaking of a day out at the op shop, what does that look like for you if you know that you've got a day set aside where you can just thrift to your heart's content, what would that look like? Would you go alone or with friends? Do you make a pit stop to get coffee? And then when you get to the op shop, are you looking through every item individually or have you got a different process? Tell me everything. I'm very nosy. I want to hear it all. I definitely do a bigger day with friends. Mm -hmm. I think you can just double, triple, quadruple your fun when you are with friends. And if you know each other's style, you can look out for each other Mm -hmm. and you can pull out items and say, this is so you. Or, you know, you can bond over, I used to have something like this back in the year 2000 (laughs) or whatever it is. And it is, it is really fun to share those experiences together. I particularly love seeing people around some of my favourite op shops yeah. and we have some incredible cafes, in, incredible op shopping scene here in general in Brisbane yeah. and vintage as well. We have wonderful vintage markets. There's just so many places I could tell you about. But overall, my approach to op shopping is to go often. Don't always buy. It's good to look. Yeah. You know, it's it's good to try to avoid that overwhelm. It's slow. It's called slow fashion for a reason. So patience really is a virtue. And mm. I find if I am on my own, it might be that I will fit in looking at a new shop, op shop because I'm in a new area, and I might. I might discover something, I might not. But I think being in that world and in that treasure hunting mode is just a really exciting world of possibilities. And again, it brings in that 
that notion of play and that, that notion of, I guess, reminding you to be mindful because it can be easy to get swept up in things like bargains and mm. things like certain labels. So it's good to it's good to space it out, I think, as well. I am very, very guilty of that. I can't resist a bargain or certain labels either. I have to really rein it in sometimes and give myself a serious talking to before I just take it home because of what the brand is. Yeah, look, I think we all have our favourites there. We do, we do. What are some of your favourite places to up shop in Brisbane? There are definitely what I would call my favourite precincts in Brisbane. I will list off a few. Mm -hmm. The Newstead Valley area has some really great op shops and be sure to also head down to the New Farm Antique Centre where you can find Kat from Lizzie Style's Mm -hmm. pop-up shop. It is incredible. Plus there is some great vintage there and treasures in general. If you're heading to the inner north side, you can start at Salvo's Red Hill, which is like a traditionally really huge shed style op shop. And then you can do the Paddington Precinct. Um, There's also Windsor Road, the Rift Store. There's St Paul's Church op shop at Ashgrove. Mm-hmm. But it's also really important to look out for jumble sales and school fates. I have Ooh. found some great pieces at those places. In particular, I know when um, Hannah from Never Ever Pay Retail told me about the St. Augustine's jumble sale, I really was a bit sceptical and wasn't sure whether to believe if there was really a 20 cent room but I can <laughs> confirm the legend of the 20 cent room it sounds insane and it really is it really is treasure hunting at its finest mm. and the same with school fate there's always a trash and treasure store and a school fate so you know I think you've got to think outside the box mm. sometimes mm-hmm. there's also some excellent vintage markets here yeah little jay's vintage market in paddington is my favorite hands down but mm-hmm. there are plenty of others as well plenty of pre-love markets and then when i travel as well i will always up shop yeah that's kind of the most fun part of traveling for me i feel like just hopping from place to place grabbing a coffee and exploring the neighborhood by walking to the op shop is the best way to do it. I agree. It sounds like Brisbane is the place to be when it comes to vintage and secondhand. You've got a lot of good stuff to choose from. What are your three favorite secondhand finds of all time? If you can narrow it down. Look, it's a hard one, mm-hmm. but I have narrowed it down. I would say first up is my black lace corset because I had been wanting this piece for so long that it's essentially an extension of a belt. It cinches in all the best ways and it creates such a beautiful silhouette. You can really layer it on Mm. top of things as well, which is another way to really explore your style and just think outside the box with it as well. Mm -hmm. So number one is that. Number two is... 
my full length black formal skirt. It's got yes. tulle underneath yep. it and it is just such a big mood. You can wear it with a band t-shirt. You can wear it with sneakers. It just, it fills the show. And again, it's all about that silhouette. Mm-hmm. And that one really is such a show-stopping piece. Do you just wear it anywhere and everywhere or do you save it for a special occasion? No, I think every day is a special occasion. So I feel like that is a piece that you can dress up or down. Mm -hmm. I would probably draw the line at wearing it to the supermarket, Hannah, but (laughs) I have worn pretty wacky things down to the supermarket just for fun as well. Why not? And what's your third one? My third one is my black denim jacket. It has a huge rose embroidered on the back Mm -hmm. and it's just such a rock vibe and it's kind of a piece that I would have loved to have created Mm. but it was just there already like I have these great visions of upcycling denim jackets and maybe learning how to put studs on them and embroidery and this Mm. piece was just waiting there and such a unicorn of a find so those three would be my favorite finds they're all black but what can I say? I do love black clothing. <laughs> it's classic. I feel like those three pieces that you've chosen make a bit of an outfit as well. They actually so <laughs> do. <laughs> do you have anything on your wish list at the moment that you're hoping to find? The top things on that list are some white boots. Oh, very nice. I'm kind of obsessed with white shoes in general. So white boots and I definitely want some more hats. Oh, good one. Any particular type of hat that you're looking out for? Cowgirl hat. Oh, yes. <laughs> nice. Yes. Just to tap in more to that Wild West vibe that I have going on. Oh, but that could also look so great with white boots and one of your 80s dresses as well. It, oh, definitely. I love that. Mm. I can just imagine that now. Definitely a look I would create. Is there anything in your wardrobe that you've had for a really, really long time? There is. I have pieces from that childhood wardrobe. Oh, do you? So I've got some of my mum's blouses and they're just so beautiful. One of them is this gorgeous Western kind of vibe. I've got another one that's really boho. Definitely the blouses hold a special place in my heart. Ah, so special to still have them too. That's amazing. Is there any thrifting regret that you've ever experienced? Have you ever cleared something out of your wardrobe that you wish that you kept or passed something up at the op shop that you really, really wished you purchased? Look, I have definitely donated items when I was younger. The mini bags. Mm-hmm. I love the, that whole mini bag yeah. aesthetic. I've got some pre-loved now and one of them I actually got through Style Swap, oh, perfect. the most recent Style Swap. Talk to me a little bit more about Style Swap and especially for anyone listening who hasn't come across that concept on your page as of yet. What is it? Explain the whole thing to us. How does it work? How can we participate? Why should we participate? Tell us more about it. So Style Swap is essentially a way to connect like-minded women in our community who can use the events to not just swap their styles but also to connect and form friendship. And essentially it is a community event 
just through mm-hmm. and through. So the way that Style Swap is put together is a theme is released. And the best way to find out all about the event and to get the first glimpse of the theme is to head to my website. The link is on my Instagram mm-hmm. bio and you can actually sign up to be on the mailing list and that means you become a style sister. And once the theme is released, so for example, the last one was called Accoutrements Academy, which is essentially shoes and accessories, a call out for those. And I released mood boards. So to give the community kind of an idea of what we were Mm -hmm. aiming for, then members of the community can submit items up to five with a photo and a description. And if those submissions are accepted, then I will create listings and then those go live at the time of Mm -hmm. Star Swap. So we have a preview the hour before. Everybody can view even if you're not in the style swap, you can view those items. They get put into the highlights under categories on my page and that makes it really easy to navigate. They stay live for 24 hours, but most of the swaps happen via direct message within the first couple of hours. So it's a bit of a swapping frenzy, but it is so much fun. It feels like a mm. swap party and... It's just really exciting to see all of the girls connect and to make new friends and to be able to swap their styles and see their styles going to new homes where it does a lot of the time feel like you know, you get to know that person Mm -hmm. and you know, it's almost like adopting out your styles to somebody within the community. I've definitely watched in a little jealously at some of these amazing things that people so generously give away as well and are willing to swap with one another. It's such a great concept and also just such sisterhood of the traveling pants type of vibes. You've got this sisterhood of women just sharing their stuff and connecting over something that they all love and enjoy. What could be better than that? Absolutely. Exactly. I think that it's been really good to see people try new styles as well because they've perhaps maybe seen an item, really admired it, maybe not were quite sure how to wear it, but within this community there is such style inspiration Mm -hmm. that exists Mm -hmm. as well. They might have seen how the item can be styled. They get it to their home because the only thing you pay for in style flop is the postage, right, on your end. And then it gives you, you know, that new to you piece, which is so mm. exciting because who doesn't love mm-hmm. receiving mail? And then they style it up. So, you know, we love seeing those pieces get that renewed new life and staying circular within a community where, you know, you can actually see that your piece is being loved and it is taking on a new exactly. life. Well, after this, I'm definitely going to go to your website. I'm going to join this mailing list and I'm going to be ready for the next one. I can't wait. January 2021. We'll leave all of the links in the show notes as well so that people can follow you on the gram and head to your website to do exactly the same thing. Steph, before we round out the episode, I have a few rapid fire questions for you. I am going to give you two options and I want you to tell me your favourite of the two. Are you ready? Yes, 
Would you choose skinny jeans or relaxed denim? I would definitely pick relaxed Mm -hmm. denim over skinny jeans any day of the week. Relaxed denim encompassing not just jeans, but denim jackets, oversized denim, cut-off denim shorts, denim skirts, everything denim, just not skinny jeans. (laughs) I like it. I like it. I am on the same page with you there. Would you choose up shopping alone or with a friend? That's a really tough one. If it's a big day, definitely with a friend or a group mm-hmm. of people because then you can turn it into a full-blown adventure. But I love a solo yeah. mission as well. That's true. It just depends, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It depends on how much time you have as well and I guess what's the purpose of it. Is it a social catch-up plus a bit of a, a treasure hunt or is it that you are looking for something mm-hmm. specific? So both but just depends when would you choose color or neutrals this is tough for you hey oh I would say neutrals if I had to um mm-hmm. pick I definitely have a lot of black in my wardrobe I, I can't deny that but vintage is a great way to get mm-hmm. into color mm-hmm. so I've definitely brought more color into my wardrobe via vintage you have some pretty special colorful pieces that's for sure would you call yourself a minimalist or a maximalist I think I'm a maximalist in terms of maximizing what I do have, but I do try to not go overboard and I always try to make sure that whatever comes into my wardrobe has been really mindfully curated into what I already Mm. have and will definitely be loved. I like that. Some maximal styling with minimalist vibes in how it actually comes about landing in your wardrobe. Would you choose designer or vintage? I think that vintage to me is definitely designer because you look at a lot of those labels and if you Google them and do some research, they're really a lot of the time with one designer or a small design Um, group or family behind that Mm. garment and a lot of vintage was handmade so I think about the clothing in my that wardrobe when I was a kid and a lot of it was it was made by by somebody or somebody's grandmother and to me that is Mm. designer I'm always inspired by designer in terms of fashion houses but I feel like you can bring those designer vibes to pre-loved and mm. to vintage by putting your own spin on them and using mm, inspiration. That's a great perspective. Leather or lace? Oh, I like both. I do enjoy leather, like a great leather jacket, mm-hmm. especially vintage. It's hard to pass up. I agree. Printed or plain? I'm going to go with plain because you can accessorise. With all your chain belts. <laughs> yeah, just wear them all at the same time. That's what I mean by accessorizing. No, I do I do like plain because I feel that you can you can mix it up a lot more mm. readily. But I have a huge appreciation for prints and print clashing mm-hmm. as well, especially animal print. Huge fan. Huge fan. I'll let you have both. I feel like there's been a lot of both. <laughs> And I'm massively breaking the rules. That's okay. Do you prefer dressing for summer or winter? 
winter because you can mm. layer, which is a little bit ironic since I live in such mm-hmm. a warm climate and I do have a huge love for jackets. I think I was just born to live in a cooler climate. Do you prefer, and I already know the answer to this one, do you prefer to be overdressed or <laughs> underdressed? Definitely overdressed. And by overdressed, I think you can be overlayered as well, which happens a lot mm-hmm. to me. So I can be in a great dress, like a vintage, beautiful, long maxi dress, but then I feel incomplete without a jacket. So you got to go all out. <laughs> I can be overlayered mm-hmm. at times too, because I really just felt like the jacket added mm-hmm. to the outfit, but then I realized it's. 28 degrees. <laughs> you remember that you Outside. live in Brisbane. <laughs> I think that, you know, it's just important to be you. And I think that my friends and family are pretty aware that I will rock up to things just just dressed as who I am. And if that's an overdressed vibe that day, or if I look like I'm going to a rock concert the next day, then that's just who I am. That's perfect. Heels or flats? Ooh, another tough one because I love sneakers as much as I love mm-hmm. heel boots and heels in general. But my feet love sneakers, yeah. so I've learned to embrace the sneaker mm-hmm. life. And are you a tea or coffee drinker? Tea. I don't drink no coffee. coffee. I love my tea. What would be your tea of choice? Herbal teas are my mm-hmm. favourite. I love a really beautiful green tea, like a Central or a mm-hmm. Jasmine. Like, give me uh, a tea emporium any day. Ooh. I just, I'm a real tea nerd. I have them all organized. And I love picking from them each day. It's just part of a daily ritual. And I think that all comes back to that balance. That's a little ritual mm-hmm. that I have that really helps to center and just have that time out. Perfect. Are you going to go have a cup of tea after we're done? I think so. Me too. I'm going to do that as well. Well, before we round out our episode for today, Steph, I want to ask you what you imagine the future of the fashion industry looking like. You contribute to it in a really powerful and fun way by providing all of us with the style inspiration that you do, but also by bringing people together to enjoy fashion and style together and to learn from one another and to share our pieces with each other. So thank you. That's so special. What do you imagine that fashion will look like in the future? Recently, I explored the 2020 Met Museum exhibition called About Time, which is put on by the Costume Institute. And it was really interesting, the final closing piece was a white dress by Victor and Rolf where they used fabric left over from previous collections. Mm-hmm. And I know this is not a brand new concept. However, I can see that there is a space for designers and for labels to be able to draw upon some of those fabrics or even dead stock fabrics and incorporate them into new collections. And I think by designers embracing it, there can come a huge appreciation of makers and of slow fashion. I mean, Mm. in the end, it's quality over quantity that wins every time. And circular fashion in the future 
it's going to become more prominent. I think there'll be a more widespread love for the possibilities of pre-loved through swapping and shopping secondhand, whether that's online or offline, being able to repurpose and upcycle and that in itself becoming more popular will open up more possibilities with digital connections and just more widespread coverage of these endeavours. That's such a beautiful way to put it and I'm sure a really moving and amazing exhibit to get to see as well. Something very, very inspiring. I love that you are so passionate about sharing the thing that you love with other people. It's been so evident through your answers today on the pod that you just love this style thing. You love playing dress up and you love doing it in a way that's really thoughtful and considered, not just um, by bringing secondhand items into your wardrobe, but just even in how you piece together an outfit and the joy that you experience through that and in bringing other people into that too. So thank you so much for sharing some of your story with us and for spending time with me on the podcast today. That's okay, Hannah. Thank you so much for having me. I've had such a fun time chatting with you. A huge thank you to Steph for joining me on the show today. To find all the things Steph mentioned and links to follow her on social media, you can check the show notes below. Down there, you'll also find a link to follow Well Worn Pod on Instagram. We are just at Well Worn Pod. If you liked the podcast, please tell a friend, like and subscribe and leave a review. It helps other people to find the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back soon with another episode.